What's going on in the world of EVs in Australia? That's what we're talking about today with Riz from Australia. Riz Akta, the founder of Carloop and writer for The Driven. Hello, Riz. Hey, Adrian. Good to be on. Yeah, good to have you back. Uh, so, yeah, sort of, we have an Australian roundup today. And I wanted to start with maybe just the sales, the latest sales figures. Yeah, no, it's well, got a, a good, good place to start. It seems that um, June was it's generally a pretty big month here in Australia when it comes to vehicle sales, um, you know, the end of financial year deals and everything else that people have on. Um, but this time around, it seems to be um, even better for electric vehicles as well. Yeah, and Tesla Model Y leading the pack like in so many other markets? Yeah, it, it dominated uh, pretty much most of the sales um, for June. Um, you know, I think we sold um, 11,000 uh, electric vehicles or just a bit above that, and over 5,500 of them were the Model Y. So 50% of the total sales in the month was the Tesla Model Y, which, um, you know, is a relatively expensive electric car if you compare it to the BYD Atto 3 and the MG ZS EV. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's sort of pretty much um, Chinese-owned companies with the Atto's, apart from the Model 3, MG ZS EV. Polestar, Volvo's. It yeah. seems to be a pretty interesting trend. And then you can see the huge drop, right? Like yeah. after basically sort of uh, Volvo XC40 recharge and Kia EV6 is pretty close to that, but then it just drops right down. Um, you know, I, anything under 100 EVs sold yeah. a month. I was most surprised that, um, where is it, that BMW i7 that sold nine of them because I got to sit in one of those a few weeks ago and I was like, when they told us the price, it was just like jaw-dropping. What, what is it in New Zealand? Like uh, around 280,000 or more? 288,000, the model we were in. We oh. this, and I was just like, what the hell? Yeah, it's. Um, it was really nice. It was just like, I don't want to scratch it or anything. Yes. The Model Y now has officially surpassed the Model 3 as Australia's best selling car. Um, previously, for the last couple of years since the Model 3 launch, that's sort of been up there uh but now model y has t overtaken that as you said earlier adrian like in many other markets around the world when it launches within the first 12 months or so it takes the top lead around electric vehicles yeah. so it's is, done that here in australia as well is that is there a specific you know obviously that people love the cab is there a specific reason people are saying uh, that? Is it like a lot of it is to do with the fact that you know australians like space family SUVs. SUVs are popular everywhere, but last year, 53% of all vehicles was an SUV. And then you've got your, you know, your, your youths or pickup trucks making up, I think, a quarter of them. And then your sedans and your hatchbacks and wagons. I can't even think of many that are available as a wagon anymore, um, let alone electric, electric wagons. We haven't, I think, apart from the Porsche Taycan, which you can order in the Cross Turismo, um, there isn't any wagon. So yeah, SUVs just dominate our roads. 
Yeah, and you just sort of mentioned the um, price drops. So is that um, sort of seems to be like a competition for the cheapest EV coming um, on a little bit? Yeah, a little bit off that as well. But particularly for Model Y, what's interesting is, you know, um, unlike New Zealand where there's one transport department and there is one set of subsidies as the clean car discount, here in Australia we have every state and territory has their own thing and then the federal government has a, some higher level taxation discounts um, on, you know, if you buy to lease an electric car, um, and so, and, and it doesn't, and it's exempted at a higher rate from luxury car tax for electric vehicles. So that's at federal level, but at state level, a lot of the states and territories have their own rebate schemes and they have a cap. So if it's, if it's under 68,000 for most states, um, then there is a $3,000 rebate or there's free stamp duty, oh, sorry, not free, free registration or no stamp duty. So there's multiple different incentives um, that are currently going on. So Model Y has previously been a bit above 68,000. Um, but after last week's price cuts, it brings it under that. And it's just going to open the floodgates for tens of thousands of people now who can then save another $3,000 on top of the what's currently on offer, which already is three and a half thousand dollars cheaper than about eight days ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of the go-to. It's sort of like a default, isn't it? Really, it's just like a Tesla. Well, pretty much, right? You know, when when people think of electric cars, people think about Tesla, and you That's know, I do. I just think white Tesla. That's it's the new. It's. I mean, I don't know. Here, there is a, you know, in the U.S., there's a joke around. Uh, in California, it's like the new Tesla's the new Californian Camry. So I don't know what's a very what what is the most let's say the popular car in New Zealand. Is it the Camry Corolla or no? Well, I guess probably the Toyota Corolla. It's just, it was a Hilux for a while, but now it's the um, the Ford's overtaken that. I guess the Toyota Corolla would be our standard go-to car in the year. So the Model Y is basically Australia's new Toyota Camry or a Ford Falcon or a Holden Commodore. Yeah. Rest in peace. <laughs> so that's right. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah. Th that's sort of what's going on um, at, you know, sort of upper end of the market when it comes to high number of sales. Um, then we've got some other brands that made it to the list this time round. Um one of them happens to be Cupra Born, which I know is a Volkswagen product. And this was sort of the first month of some major deliveries around 84 cars. Um, and according to Cupra, they've sold over a thousand of them. So the sales numbers in Australia are actually deliveries. So what's delivered to the customers, not technically what's being sold. You think it's going to trends is going to continue for the Tesla wise through the rest of the year? Um, I think so. I think there is uh, a lot of like leasing is a big way people purchase a car in Australia. So um, a lot of leasing companies now are coming on board, trying to look like they're greener yeah. by saying, "Hey, you're going to be replacing your, let's say, Toyota Rav4 hybrid, right? Your three year lease is up." 
Adrian, you've got to replace your car. Just to keep you as a customer, we can say, well, do you know you can actually buy a sort of, you know, a very well-rounded Tesla Model Y for the same monthly repayments as a mid-spec Toyota RAV4? Mm. Because that's the tax benefits that, you know, federal government is starting to put out where we have no fringe benefit tax on these vehicles anymore. So if you buy a petrol or diesel car or a hybrid, you have to pay fringe benefit tax and that bumps your leasing costs right up. So now if you can buy a Tesla Model Y for cheaper than you can, or, or, or you know, your repayments are lower than a Toyota RAV4, I'm sure people are going to be like, well, this is, this is great. So I think that that trend will continue a lot of leasing companies have, you know, in Australia, hundreds of thousands of customers. So you can imagine now Tesla selling is being done by these leasing companies. Um, and same with the BYD Auto 3 as well. That's also heading down the same path. Any of can start plastering sustainability on the side of all the new vehicles. Yeah. Because this is our mission of sustainability. <laughs> That's where I started the field days. Everyone was like, it was sustainable. Everything's sustainable now. Well, there were a lot of good people, but it that just seemed to be like that was the new buzzword, sustainable. Yeah. Look, Adrian, next year I'd love to come to Field Days. I didn't realize there was uh, such a such a sort of electric vehicle focus. Like here we have, I was in Tasmania last August, I think, and they had the Agricultural Expo or something like that, something along those lines. Yeah. Australian Electric Vehicle Association were there. I never got a chance to go, even though I was in the state. But that was very much agricultural focused, oh. with a little bit of sustainability. Where field days sounds like, oh, no. more sustainability. Yeah, definitely come over. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like even Toyota, they had the hydrogen um, Mirai. No, 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 not the car. They had the, their um, like power Ooh. charger. Oh, fueling station. Yeah, the uh, yeah. This has been partly run on hydrogen. Oh, though that all they had was the petrol Hiluxes on um, was selling, <laughs> which is a little bit funny. But yeah, there was, there was like there's Toyota, there was um, obviously BYD. Who else was there? Volkswagen with the ID4, ID5, and then there was some um, a lot of sustainable people, which I few I interviewed a few of those were really yeah. interesting. But then there was other things like I think like tractors. There was an electric tractor. You know, there's electric other things as well, which you wouldn't normally be looking for, but were very interesting to see what was happening. Yeah, um, it, it's really interesting. You know, last couple of months, New Zealand's really come in the spotlight here in Australia. I mean, I do a lot of I do a lot of articles on the <laughs> the winter testing. The, oh, what yeah. is it? The the southern yeah uh, the winter testing grounds. How amazing is that? We yeah, have that. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Yeah, I, just, I emailed them a couple, a couple of days ago for it, see if I could interview someone, but haven't heard back yet. But uh... <laughs> I'd love to go there. You've you've got it. I mean, like that's yeah. that's fantastic. Like Tesla does so much testing down there, and there's a whole lot of Cybertrucks running around. Which imagine yeah. that. Like this, you can see a Cybertruck in New Zealand, but you can't see it anywhere else apart from yeah. California or Texas. Yeah, I was just looking. I might look at the air prices just to go have a look. Uh, drive. Wonder if you could, they just drive past. They must have high security, I guess. Well, there's. Um, I did come across a tweet from. Uh, there's a Twitter account called Cybertruck NZ, I think. And this gentleman, whoever's running it, I mean, I assume it's a gentleman. Could could actually be a lady as well. Whoever's running it, they seem to be 
able to get as close to the fence to be able to take a video footage of the Cybertruck testing. Mm -hmm. So it must be open to a certain degree unless they work there. Yeah, I might have a look. That'd be awesome. I saw there's that famous, I mean, lots of views of it was coming off the plane. Yes. I think every Tesla fans watched it about a million times. <laughs> that was a good clip. Oh, look, I think it's it's exciting to see so much action in electric vehicle space. In the, I mean, I'm actually more excited about what's going on in New Zealand yeah. than here. Slowly, a lot of the cars that you've had for over 12 months are starting to trickle down. Yeah, I was surprised. I've heard a few people say that, and I was like, oh, you haven't got there already because you just sort of <laughs> presume um, Australia gets stuff before us. It's no longer the case. I, I think the you know the clean car discount has really encouraged manufacturers to bring more electric cars to New Zealand, and that's what we have lacked um, for a while. And it's really interesting, you know, BYD launching cars or unveiling cars in New Zealand and delivering cars before we get them here, which is you know I I, I think it's 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 a great thing that you know the brothers across in New Zealand are getting that quicker than we are, which is, you know, at least it gives people here confidence that, hey, it's good quality products. And, you know, a lot of the Kiwi uh, owners are very happy with them. Yeah. Actually, there was a bit of a bit of a news story with the, when they did the, um, the Dolphin coming up, being released at a much lower price in Australia compared to New Zealand. That's made a few... News stories. Yeah. Look, like everyone was hoping for it to be low here and then it sort of hasn't been quite as... But but you know one thing though, there is flexible... Sorry, I shouldn't say this because I don't represent BYD New Zealand. But from what I can gather, there is discounts available on the Addo 3, like they had a field day special. Or I get those sort of emails, right? So mm. we don't get that here. We don't get... Like there isn't any special. It's basically what the price is. So... The price may be higher, but it doesn't mean that there won't be a time where it could be lower. Yeah. As the competition increases. They've actually said they actually are targeting that, like talking about before, the fleet. The fleet market is their primary market anyway, which is an interesting point. And, and, and I guess the other thing, like, so just from an Australian news point of view, Great Wall Motors and their aura. It used to be called the Aura Cat or the Funky Cat or whatever it is, but now it's just GWM Aura. That's what they're calling it. Yeah. It was supposed to be released in April, and it never came. Like I think the first proper delivery started in June, and they had about 65-watt sales or something like that from memory in that, in that table you were showing earlier for Australian sales. Now, just on Thursday or Friday, uh, actually maybe Thursday, they've now lowered the price again. So I don't know whether it's a lack of sales or the way they've launched that car. Um, oh, yeah, there we go. The GWM Aura, $4,000 uh, has been cut off that price. So, you know, for those looking at the Dolphin, um, you never know. It may be a better time to buy a little later on. Yeah. But, you know, I'm not across um, all the clean car discounts and when it ends or when there is modifications or lowering of that, but it could possibly be, um, you know, a good thing. Maybe just, uh, is there a car you're sort of looking for? Oh, no, what, has this sort of been a brand that's impressed you maybe over the last month or so the most? Just 
maybe just do a car or a brand. Um, so they're doing well. So look, I think BYD as a brand is is going to be doing some really interesting things. Um, I was at the Dolphin launch here, and they did it at SeaWorld, which is a theme it was park. It was. Yeah, yeah, it was at SeaWorld, and they've actually got up on the Gold Coast, and they've got a, a like a um, uh, I don't even know what the right word is, like a mini mini <laughs> man-made lake with dolphins in them so it was the dolphins were in the background and then they had the BYD dolphin drive out and they did this whole show it was pretty cool but I think BYD as a brand has a very very promising future so does Tesla for that instance but I think it's going to be a couple of years before we see a more affordable Tesla um so you know that BYD and Tesla are very exciting brands when it comes to something that I've had a chance to drive in the last month or so that I was pretty impressed with would be the Cupra Vaughn. Um, we're getting deliveries off them now and I was very impressed in, you know, I'm a car person and, you know, I, I don't mind a warm hatch and that car was fun to drive and it felt a little bit sporty and all of those things were great. It's a bit on the pricey end for a hatchback. It's sixty five thousand drive away in in Victoria in my twenty nine. Oh, it's really? Twenty nine over here? Yeah, yeah. They just because they, I just because I went to drive it as well, but I got stuck in traffic, so did a. <laughs> I just had to pull on the side of the road basically <laughs> and did my review. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, but because the, the Skoda Enyaq that was a that was at a hundred nine or something. No, yeah. ninety nine, and they just dropped it down to the same price as the Cooper Board. Oh well, the same. But <laughs> Volkswagen group. Yeah. Well, that's that's really good to hear about the Skoda. And yet we haven't even got a Skoda here yet, like an electric one. Oh yeah, the Enyaq. Yeah, I quite like the Enyaq. It was quite fun. But yeah, that's now the same price as the um the Cooper Born. So then the Cooper Born is, like I said, a bit over like it, it is expensive. It's a different type of car, but it's fun. Mm. Um I wished it had Android Automotive built in, like the Polestar or the Volvos do. Um, it does have Android Auto, which is where you plug your phone in or CarPlay, but it doesn't have an inbuilt Android automotive system, which, you know, talks to your steering wheel controls and a whole lot of other things. That was my only thing that I thought, if that could be changed, it's a pretty cool, fun car. But to a lot of people, moving from an ICE car, it's not an issue. They'd plug their phones in into their ICE cars and they'll plug it in this car. Um, but yeah, that was a fun car that was I was very impressed with. Um, and it looks different, as you would have noticed in your dry, test drive as well, Adrian. Mm. It looked better than the ID3 with that new front, that should be that more aggressive front. Yeah. Um, and... Nice. Just on the ID3, globally, I think Volkswagen is struggling to get demand for that car. Um, they're cutting prices, they're cutting production. So it would be interesting yeah, to see. About... Oh, sorry, there was that recent story, wasn't it, when they said, um, was it the hit? Actually, I got the headline. It was uh, other uh, uh, strong customer reluctance. <laughs> <laughs> they're having to cut their production. <laughs> Actually, people aren't buying our cars, basically, isn't it? Well, and then in China, just even even after that news, they've cut their prices. Yes, I think yesterday, massively. 
and Volkswagen China is a very very important market for them and they've lost huge market share in the last couple of years there yeah so they must be stressed about that and they're big they've really got a lot of debt as well haven't they yeah so it's interesting to see how that's all changing Adrian and I guess in Australia and New Zealand we are not well in Australia in particular, apart from the Cupra Bourne, we don't have another electric vehicle available from the Volkswagen Group. Um, yeah, anything? Uh, what about anything in sort of your your car loop? Um, um, hat that should be people should be aware of, or just general how that's going with a. Yeah, things things are going well. I think we're we're um, we're certainly plugging a lot of data into what we're doing now, um, trying to help. Australia transition um, and one of the things that so we're tracking you know state by state as I said earlier Adrian before the show that we've got like eight different transport departments in the country so it's very hard to get them all together so we've you know done quite well in being able to track a lot of the data from what's happening at each state level um, and because Australia is such a big country as well, land-wise, um, we sort of need to know what's happening at a more local level. So we've done, we've built a lot of uh, data pipelines so that, you know, it can be more localized. Um, another other thing is that there's a lot of interest in improving the charging infrastructure. So more chargers going in, um, I think is important. And some states are leading the pack like New South Wales. Uh, other states are just saying, we'll see what happens which is not the right approach. So we're trying to bring everyone on the journey all around Australia um, by giving them the data to, you know, uh, empower Australia's EV revolution. That's good. Um, Any sort of final things you want to... What about, was it waiting time? Was it big waiting times for cars as well? Um, I think a lot has changed, Adrian. I actually... Interestingly enough, um, was notified by someone at, uh, uh, you know, a couple of different brands that they've got stock now. So it oh, yeah. seems like the stock is building up. Um, so, you know, I don't think there's been a better time to buy an electric car, um, given the options and the things that are available and the government subsidies and availability in terms of stock and inventory, then sort of now. So if you're sort of sitting on the fence and you're not sure and you have, I guess, the ability to buy an electric car in terms of, you know, um, finances sorted, I think it's worth test driving whatever you can. And you never know, it might be a good time to make the switch because energy costs and electricity costs and fuel costs are only going to be going up. And electric, you know, transport is the most affordable way to move around whether you're in New Zealand or Australia. Mm. That's very a good point to finish, good positive point to finish on. Briz? Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me on, Adrian, and really good to chat. Yep. Yep, and then um, get some gumboots and come over next year for the field days. Ah, look, I'm, I'm looking for the invite. If you know anyone, if you know the organizers, you, you know, I think, <laughs> look, either way, um, planning on doing you that. You just go online and buy a ticket. You, you buy a ticket. ticket and you come here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
No, to be honest, that's, I, I would I would love to. Um, I think, yeah, next year would be really, really cool. It'd be exciting time to see. So, yeah, there's so much happening. 